Uh, around here, it's a little of everything. If you want stale bread, you can get stale bread too. Everything and anything. Something that you looked for your whole life that you couldn't find anywhere else. You come around here, if you got time to spend the day looking for it, you'll find it. Why did you get your pretty little shoes, woman? Your dress so fine. I got your shoes off the back. Well, I got your dress off Not long ago in Chicago, before the internet, before eBay, before Amazon, Etsy, iTunes, and Spotify, there was Maxwell Street that at its height was a one-mile square open-air bazaar that would rival anything seen at Covent Garden, Marrakesh, or the Lower East Side of New York, or indeed the ancient temple in Jerusalem. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, offering you my commentary and recollections of the Maxwell Street market area, along with my review of a film called, and this is free, The Life and Times of Chicago Legendary Maxwell Street, available online at Tubi TV. That's T-U-B-I dot TV. At the crossroads of Maxwell Street and Halstead Street, south of Greektown, on the fringe of the current UIC campus, was an area affectionately known as Jewtown, where every manner of goods were sold and where, amid the smells of roasting and boiled sausages, the music known as Chicago Blues sprang to life. This particular film on Tubi is actually a mashup of three shorter films, each covering various aspects of the Maxwell Street Market including interviews with a number of individuals whose parents and grandparents were among the early peddlers and merchants who laid claim to their piece of the American dream on this small section of Chicago on the far edge of the South Loop. To make your sale, you treat everybody alike. And that was the iron workers who came down there for suits from the south east side of Chicago. They came to Jewtown. I just hated the way they talked. And they talked about it as if it wasn't a ethnic slur they talked about it as more of a description it was a place it was a, a place, place to call the guts of this three-part documentary is based on a cutting-edge 1965 cinema verite film by producer director mike shea called and this is free shea deftly observed the action taking place in the market letting the sounds and images he recorded tell their own story with no voiceover if you ever drive down a country road, you get road tire, bug you, sap from the budding trees. Why? Now John Henry said to the foreman, a man ain't nothing but a man. For that stinger, he down. In this style of filmmaking, you want to give the impression that the viewer is immersed in the action, letting events unfold before your eyes as it happens. This is of course an illusion as the film was actually filmed over several Sundays and then artfully edited to create a sense of spontaneity. But the end result is exciting and it will make you feel like you're thrown back in time. By the time Shea made his film, many old-timers would say that the traditional Maxwell Street, which had flourished from the time of the Chicago fire, had peaked. Actually started in the 1870s, right after the fire, when some Jewish peddlers uh, moved to Canal Street. And then as Jews started coming in large numbers, the area began to expand. 
The community was like a shtetl. You had kosher butcher shops, a lot of grocery stores, Jewish bookstores. You had people selling almost anything. By the mid-1960s, the market was in full transition from being a largely Jewish-controlled enterprise into a mid-century cultural soup, where what was left of the original Jewish merchants mixed with recently arrived African Americans from the South who made their way north as part of the Second Great Migration, as well as nearby Italians, Greeks, Poles, and others who were scouting for bargains, had goods to sell, or religious messages or secular music to share. In the late 1960s and 70s, this was indeed a kind of neutral territory where the North Side, West Side, and South Side met every Sunday to shop, preach, sing, and eat. Considering it was an era of considerable racial tensions, at Maxwell Street, one could find genuine affection at best, and at worst, a kind of uneasy peace. I was lucky enough to get in on Maxwell Street experience a few years before its demise. I'd been working at a clothing store on South State Street, where I became apprenticed to a well-known window decorator, Lenny Epstein, who took me under his wing and taught me the art of window trimming. My apprenticeship took me to the Halstead Maxwell Street area where I decorated a number of men's clothing store windows. We started early in the morning at Nate's for a quick breakfast, then finished usually after 6 p.m. as darkness fell, when I could then stand back on the street and admire my work in all of its full glory. Within a year or two, I took to the road as a multi-line sales rep, showing my wares to various store owners around the Midwest and throughout Chicago, who would place their bulk orders for shirts, pants, and suits, many of which would ultimately find their way to the Halstead Street racks and Sunday Maxwell Street tables. If you had an opportunity to share in the Maxwell Street experience as a shopper or a vendor, it's an experience you'll never forget. It's humanity, and specifically commerce, at its most basic level that harkens back to ancient traditions of negotiation and trade, experienced throughout history, like ancient Roman or Greek markets or early settlers and Native Americans spreading out a blanket then trading goods on the vast plains with nothing but open sky above. No glitz and glamour, no fancy merchandising, just raw buying and selling, with the objective of the buyer feeling like they got a good deal and the seller feeling like he made a small profit, but both walking away feeling like the victor, like he or she was the winner in this exchange of value. If you have your own recollections of Maxwell Street, or just want a glimpse at a piece of the not-too-distant Chicago past, I highly recommend the documentary film, And This Is Free, The Life and Times of Chicago's Legendary Maxwell Street. Available online at tubi.tv or via Roku using the Tubi app. As always, if you found this podcast interesting or useful, please be sure to mash the like or share button or subscribe to be alerted when new content is added.
Maybe take a minute to share some of your own Maxwell Street memories with us wherever you found this podcast link or send an email to reno at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com. By the way, if you need video production assistance for your business or organization, check out renoweb.net. Where can you buy them? Only here on Maxwell Street. This is the only place where you can get socks or eat curse for a dollar. Hey, who wants them? Them kind of people, man. You really can't understand. Me.